And what a bombshell. What a bombshell. And just for posterity, let's go. Let's go, baby. DMVR Buffs uh, emergency podcast today. If you're here, you've seen the news already. Sean Lewis will no longer be calling plays with the Colorado Buffaloes. Pat Shermer elevated the play caller. Some shuffling along Coach Prime staff. Ryan, your immediate reaction. Go. Uh, my immediate reaction is that I am not necessarily shocked. Uh, I think a lot of people were, uh, but what do we always say, Jake? Coach Prime always lets you know what it, what's going to happen before it's going to happen. And I think back to two times uh, where we might have been a little bit uh, warned by this. One actually goes back before the season, so it's a little different. Uh, but Coach Prime was in a staff meeting with with his coaches and coordinators. And he said, we are here to win now. Not later, not next year, not next week. We are here to win now. And, and why that signaled something to me is Coach Prime has no patience. It's not that he has little patience. He has no patience. Uh, and, and, and I mean that no patience for losing, no patience for failure. Uh, and so that was one signal. The other one was a lot more direct and a lot sooner uh, to right now. Uh, and it was on Saturday after the game. Coach Prime was asked, how do you feel? Uh, I don't Was it directly about Sean Lewis or was it just about the coordinators? How do you feel your coordinators are performing? Something along those lines. I, I think it might have been just coordinators. Yep. I don't know if it how do you feel your coordinators are performing? And Coach Prime laughed and he said, good try. Good try. I've been in your seat. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, and I'm not taking the bait, but good try. And what did that tell us? It didn't say, um, I'm not going to tell you that I think the coordinators are doing a great job. It told us, I'm not going to say what I really want to say uh, right now. Uh, and, you know, obviously now that we have this news, we know that was about Sean Lewis. Um, and, you know, what he what he would have said is uh, uh, it's not good enough. And because of that, Coach Prime doesn't have time to waste, time to wait. So, you know, he didn't believe that Sean Lewis was doing a good enough job, so he stepped in uh, and made a move, not <clears throat> displaying uh, anything but urgency, which is what he's all about. Exactly. You go back to last week, and I think last week was the most glaring example of this change that needed to happen. I mean, the fan base has been asking for it for basically since the USC game. Uh, there were some murmurs even before that. But, uh, I mean – when you look at the box score and not to go through it all over again, only 11 designed runs for the running backs coach prime repeatedly throughout this season has said how good this running back room is, how deep it is and how they need to get them the ball. They just haven't committed to the running game. Um, that last designed run at the end of the first half didn't see, it was a one position game that entire time. Uh, CU's offensive line was struggling. Shador was under siege. And we didn't see a designed run until midway through the fourth quarter when the game was out of reach. So it's something that the writing has been on the wall. And as you said, Coach Prime, if you listen to the man, he tells you exactly what's going to happen. Same thing happened here. And uh, now Pat Shermer's at the helm. And I tweeted this out, and I think it's something that needs to be made pretty clear. Changing play callers does not mean we're changing the design and the scheme of the offense. We don't have time for that. No time we, for that. The yep. offense that is in place is going to be the offense – that is going to be on the field tomorrow uh, and the rest of the season. It's just that there's another person making the play calls 
And it's more of like a co-OC type of thing now too. So it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, it is an interesting dynamic. And and I also want to say this. Um, I think that Sean Lewis is still a promising young offensive yes. mind in this game. And I, and I don't think this is a um, – a reflection that Sean Lewis sucks or anything like that. Um, what I do think is that Sean Lewis did not have the right counter to the struggles that the Buffs were having on offense. Um, and that a lot of that comes back to the offensive line. And there's a million people out there saying, what is Pat Shermer going to call the offensive line block play? Uh, and I think it's a fair comment. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there, I, I've said it a lot. There's no play call for your offensive line not blocking. That being said, it's important for the offensive coordinator to have a plan in place to say, okay, the offensive line is struggling mightily to block right now. We are going to do X, Y, and Z to help them. And I think that is where Sean Lewis faltered the most is it didn't look like he had a great plan. You come out of the bye week against UCLA, you know that your offensive line is not great. And it didn't feel like he had pressed a button that said, okay, we're doing this to help the offensive line. And I don't know this for certain, but I would assume there was a conversation between Coach Prime and Pat Shermer where Pat Shermer displayed he does have a plan uh, that he would be willing to try and execute that he thinks can help this offensive line. Uh, and, and coach prime said, all right, let's see it. Let's, let's go do it. You know, I, I need this. Um, so, uh, you know, again, I, I certainly don't think anyone should be like dancing on the grave of Sean Lewis, um, because he's, you know, he, uh, he's still very, very young. Uh, and like I said, I believe still has a bright future. Um, uh, but coach prime, you know, coach prime doesn't wait around. He starts to win. Exactly. Um, I'm right there with you. I mean, Sean Lewis, I still believe that he could be, you know, a prominent offensive coach or potentially head coach in college football down the line. Um, I mean, everyone knows what this team's deficiencies are. We're kind of, you know, hands behind our back with this offensive line that we have right now. Coach Prime's been up front about that. We got Jordan Seaton coming in tomorrow. We've got Coach Prime saying, go get new O-linemen. Like, it's going to happen. Things are going to be changing. And that's another thing about this. I mean, Coach Prime, you go back to his history at Jackson State, and Neely's told us about this a bunch, how he changed offensive coordinators almost every single year, just trying to find the right fit and get the offense going the way that it's supposed to go. I mean, we all know what Shador is. We all know what he's capable of, what kind of quarterback he is. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, he's been put in positions that have not really been advantageous to him or this offense. It's kind of a lose-lose situation there. Um, but it's – something that needed to happen. I mean, people are already talking about, you know, they saw in the coaches show yesterday, Pat Shermer was out there on the stage with Mark. Um, that's pretty glaring because uh, we've seen uh, coach prime there, obviously. And coach Brewster was up there in his place, but Pat Shermer was up there for a reason. Yep, absolutely. Uh, a couple things I want to address in the comments. Uh, Devin asked no show today. We are doing a show today. Uh, we will be live from Boulder with our guy, uncle Neely for the DNVR pregame show at 4.30. But, you know, Jake and I saw this news come down. We're texting back and forth. And it's just like we can't wait until 4.30 to talk about this. So we wanted to go to you guys uh, and, you know, process this and break this down a little bit. Um, I started, like, crafting out tweets, and I'm just like, 
there is no tweet for the nuance that is exists within this conversation. I don't really feel like dealing with all the trolls. Let's hop on, talk for 15, 20 minutes, whatever it may be, uh, and, and process this with our community. So that's why we're here. Um, and then someone else said, is this 100% real news? Yes, yes. It came from Brett McMurphy, who broke it. Uh, should have probably credited him a little earlier in the show, so apologies for that. Uh, but <clears throat> big time college football uh, insider broke this news uh, this morning. So it is absolutely uh, factual. Um as for the next part of this, Pat Shermer, the one who will be taking over from Sean Lewis, uh, and obviously uh, the instant reaction that has come out of Colorado is, of course, related uh, to his time with the Denver Broncos, which was much maligned. Um, that's putting it kind of lightly, I think. <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it was. Well, just to go back to his time in Denver, I mean, those offenses were bad, too. He was kind of hamstrung in those situations, too. The team has been basically what we've seen the last few years. So I do think this is a guy that can bring in some, like, NFL head calling tendencies. Um, I don't think, again, he's going to be able to do too much to the scheme. I think he can, you know, help, you know, maybe put in a few protections, maybe do stuff tendency-wise to help and try – at least give this team an edge offensively, you know, whether it is calling a, a well-timed run or maybe just eliminating some of the play action that we've seen without the threat of the run game. Um, it's a different mind too. a guy who's been around the NFL, a lot of college football as well. So this is a guy who knows offensive football. Broncos fans are going to freak out, but we have to let it play out tomorrow before we really come to conclusions. Absolutely. And here's what I'll say. Your track record in the NFL has nothing to do with how successful you can be in college. Uh, it is so, so, so different. Um, it's damn near two different sports, college football and the NFL. Um, and, and you see this all the time when college coaches go try to – great college coaches go try to be NFL coaches. Uh, it, it most of the time does not work. Uh, and it's because it's just so different. So – to me, looking at what Pat Shermer did with the Broncos and saying, well, this means he can't have success with the Buffs is silly. Uh, and here's the other thing. It's all about the quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of people out there are posting stats about how much better Colorado is on offense this year than they were last year, which is kind of silly in the first place. Uh, but, you know, this is I'm not trying to say that Sean Lewis has nothing to do with that because I think he did, you know, he has, he has had huge games for this passing offense. The TCU game, I've, I've mentioned it many times. He called that game damn near perfectly. Um, so the passing offense has, of course, improved some because of Sean Lewis. But let's not kid ourselves. This is a player's game. The passing offense has improved because they have the best, arguably the best quarterback in the country taking the snaps from them under center. Um, when Pat Shermer coached in the NFL – it actually is pretty crazy to look at the quarterbacks that he did have. He almost never had uh, a great quarterback. No. No. Uh, you could say, you could easily make the argument that relative to the competition, uh, Shador Sanders is far and away the best quarterback that, uh, that that Pat Shermer has ever had. Like I said, we're talking about NFL versus college. It's so hard to co compare that. But, like, you know, he's having success with Nick Foles, and he's having success with um, – gosh, he's I'm blanking on – Case Keenum in Minnesota. Um, so, like, 
you know, right? It, was it Minnesota? Was he the yeah. was he the yeah. guy in Minnesota? Yeah. That, um, so you know, Shador, one of the best quarterbacks in his league. Pat Shermer never had much uh, in terms of that high of ranking, and had you know m- some success. Like I said, comparing the NFL and college is silly. And the big takeaway from this, Jake, is you know if you're someone, if you're a Broncos fan who is like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Just have a little bit of patience. It may work. It may not. Like you know, this isn't uh, some magic wand thing that's just like going to fix some of the issues personnel-wise. In the same way that I'm giving Shador the credit and saying it's a player game, it's also a player game when it comes to protecting him. Um, now there are things that you can do, um, and I felt there wasn't enough creativity. And we talked about that all week. This isn't some, you know, hindsight 2020. I felt like there wasn't enough creativity in trying to help the scheme um, for the the pass rush. But at the same time, there is a chance that these guys just can't get it done up front, regardless of how you help them. And, you know, we might look back in a few weeks and say, well, this didn't work. But it's also, we might look back in a few weeks and say this was uh, a home run move at the right time with four games left that got them over the hump and helped them get to a bowl game. Dude, that's my main takeaway, I think, is that this is do or die time for this season. If this team wants to get to bowl eligibility, they got to really start. And first off, as you said, not, not much is going to change in terms of the personnel, uh, in terms of the actual design and stuff. But it's do or die time. If you're going to make a change and try and get to bowl eligibility, now is the time to do it. And so I admire that Coach Prime you know, made this decision at this point in time, um, kind of pushing his chips into the center of the table for this season. And really making a move, something to shake up, you know, the disarray we've really seen on offense. I mean, last week was only 16 points. They had the touchdown late, but man, this was nine points. They were only scoring field goals. They couldn't punch it in the red zone. Uh, Shador was under siege. No running game. They weren't even trying to run the ball last weekend. So these were changes that had to be made. Um, With the tweet that McMurphy put out there, he said Deion Sanders must elevate Shermer from analyst to full-time coach to be eligible to coach. So that means someone has to come down. So they're still going to be shuffling around the coaching staff. And this is just the start of it. I think, I think this is going to be not a remade coaching staff going into next season, but we're going to see some new faces. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, and I, I think you said it perfectly. Look, you've got Oregon state at home, Arizona at home, Washington state on the road. You need to win two to get to a bowl. I know Coach Prime said he's not worried about bowl. He's just worried about winning, which I believe. Uh, but I'm worried about a bowl <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, to me that is a uh, a nice marker to hit in year one. Um, if they get four or five, it's still a huge improvement from last season, of course. But if you were to get to six, no one – well, I can't say no one because the haters will always hate no matter what. But no one and they're out today. Being, no one that is being honest with themselves would be able to say that this wasn't a out and out success if they get to six. Um, you have a home game this week; those are always winnable. Home game next week; those are always winnable. You have Washington State the week after that, which, based on the way they're playing right now, might be the best matchup. Mm-hmm. Then you have Utah. We know that is going to be an incredibly tough matchup because as we always say styles make fights utah is built to take advantage of of the weaknesses that colorado has that being said these three really uh are huge opportunities for you so like you said it was the perfect time to make a move and and i think this is the last point i'll have on this um 
Pat Shermer and Shador have developed a nice relationship um, over, you know, the past few months as he's been here. And I think that probably played a role here too. Um, feels like there's uh, some trust there. Uh, and, and in the end, you know, this team, not, not even just the offense, this team goes as Shador goes. Um, so if, you know, Pat feels like he has a really good grasp on what Shador likes uh, and what he wants to do, that could be incredibly helpful for this offense. Absolutely. I mean, Shador's the guy. He's what makes it work. Um, and if it's not working for him on the field, then something has to change because we know what he's capable of. It's not like Shador got bad last week and we know it's the offensive line primarily. So definitely time for a change to be made. Um, I guess we should clarify Sean Lewis has not been fired. He's still on the staff. Um, So we'll see what happens as we move towards the end of the year. But as it stands right now, they're kind of co-OCs, Pat Shermer and Sean Lewis moving forward. Yep. And, uh, you know, that I think that's important to know. uh, As Brett McMurphy said, Sean Lewis will still signal in the place. Yes. And so he'll have a headset. He'll be – um, communicating with Pat Shermer, who uh, I believe will be calling plays um, from the booth. Um, and those two, like you said, will kind of, you know, be cozy. Hopefully it works out really well and um, they have a harmonious relationship uh, as they kind of, com- you know, compare and contrast. Like I always say about our post-game shows, I love that we have three different views of what's going on in the game. Sean's going to be on the field. He's going to have his yep. view of the game. Uh, you know, Pat's going to be up top. He'll have his view of the game. Those Combining those two, two things together, and it's not as if Sean Lewis didn't have eyes up there before, but combining those two things together could be really helpful. Um, so, hope you know, hopefully this works. And, and I think for those of you, like I said earlier, who are saying that, you know, oh, my God, Pat Schirmer, blah, 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 just see what happens. No reason not, yep. to, get, not to let it play out and see what happens. A uh, good comment from Connor. I mean, obviously the Beavers were preparing for Sean Lewis to call plays in this offense. Um, again, not much is going to change schematically and all that, but it's another wrench that's thrown in there. I mean, you kind of have an advantage in that regard in terms of, you know, we haven't seen uh, Pat Shermer as a play caller in quite a while. We haven't definitely haven't seen him in this offense. So it's just an unknown that Oregon. Exactly. And it's it's just an unknown Oregon State has to deal with this weekend. Yep. Um, last thing I think, Jake, uh, I'm going to soft launch this, uh, and hopefully I'll have more details and better details for you guys later, but we are going to have a tailgate tomorrow on Franklin field, which is the outdoor practice field for the buffs that you see when they're up top next to the IPF. So the closest field, uh, to the, to the stadium where, you know, a lot of the tailgating goes down, we are going to have a tailgate there tomorrow. Um, for free. So anyone can come. We'd love to see all of you. We're doing it uh, in partnership with the 5430 Foundation. We're super excited. We'll have some food. We'll have some drinks. Uh, And so we'd love to see you guys out there. We're sorry that it took so long to get this information out there, um, but I assure you it was not our fault. So, or 5430's fault for that matter. Um, So uh, stay tuned on that. Hopefully we'll have some more information about it uh, by the time we do the DNVR pregame show later tonight but we're super excited to see you guys the guys tomorrow for homecoming before the game yep can't wait um that's about all i got shout out to chat for coming to hang out for a little bit here again we will be live uh sometime this evening afternoon depending on what time zone you in and uh can't wait to hang out with y'all tomorrow let's go buffs. can't wait let's go buffs we'll see you guys later today